Ah, the dulcet tones of computer-generated music. You may recognize this from 1961, when the IBM 7094 became the first computer to sing. It sang this song, Daisy Bell, which actually came from the late 1800s. But in this case, the IBM was playing vocals programmed by John Kelly, Carol Lockbaum, and there was accompaniment by Max Matthews. If you've got a computer or a phone, that's probably one of the ways that you're listening to this program, but you've definitely heard text-to-speech in everyday life here and there. For example, here's my computer helping me with today's program. Although there are lots of closed-source text-to-speech tools on the market today, the options to listen to text from the world's most beloved online source of information are still very limited. But in 2017, all of that is set to change. Well, thank you, Moira. Uh, If you didn't quite follow uh, Moira's words, well, today on the program, we're learning about Wikispeech, a speech-synthesizing extension for Wikipedia. What? Yes, I'm talking about taking all that information, all that text, and bringing it to audio so that a person could, if they needed to, if they wanted to, listen to the content that we, so many of us, read. It opens up the Wikipedia world to a whole other segment of the population of this world. And to help explain it, we've got one of the project leads from Wikimedia Sweden, John Anderson, joins us on the program today. We're listening to text and changing the world along the way. From Wikimedia Deutschland, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. And this is Source Code Berlin. Um, my name is Jon Andersson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Wikimedia Sverige. Uh, John, what I wanted you to help me understand and maybe present to listeners today was Wikispeech. And we're talking about, um, well, text-to-speech, which is a concept I think a lot of people know about. Uh, it's I don't know if we could say it's really well-developed on the internet in general, um, but let's start with your own personal experience. Uh, Wikispeech, text-to-speech, how did this relationship or mission begin? Well, so, uh, first of all, maybe give you a bit of background. Wikispeech is an open-source text-to-speech solution uh, that we're developing for the MediaWiki software. And MediaWiki software is the software that's used by Wikipedia. And uh, as I said, I'm working as the Chief Operating Officer at Wikimedia Sweden, and we exist to, um, you know, all our products are about getting more free knowledge out to people. And uh, I have a background. When I was a student many years ago, I was working as, uh, with people with disabilities. And mm. during that time, I saw that it was a real value and importance for people to be able to access text, um, even though they were, for different reasons, couldn't you know, read it themselves. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, when I started working at Wikimedia Sweden, we 
one of the things that kept coming back was the importance of trying to get the material we have on Wikipedia um, accessible to as many people as possible. Uh, so we started thinking about what we could do in this field. And uh, we realized quite early that Sweden as a country is quite far ahead in the field of, of text-to-speech solutions and the legislation around it. And, and there's a lot of you know people working in this field. And so we figured it was, we had maybe an opportunity here to um, try to put a lot of these you know, different uh, pieces together into a solution that would work for the MediaWiki software. And so, yeah, we did a little, like a little study around this uh, a pilot project where we tried to investigate quite in depth what would be needed to, um, to get a functioning text-to-speech solution for MediaWiki up and running. Um, and that was in 2015. And so last year we started working on the, the actual development process of WikiSpeech. It's open source. It's about free knowledge. Uh, it's yeah. a MediaWiki extension. So for the people out there listening who are perhaps regular editors or users of Wikipedia, you may or may not have noticed, uh, you know, this this whole MediaWiki. But uh, let's explain that to people and ultimately why that is very important or interesting when it comes to, you know, building this as a MediaWiki extension. Yeah, so basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to put together a bunch of different freely licensed components that have been created by universities or by volunteers or by other groups uh, during the last, you know, from during the last few years um, and combine them into one MediaWiki extension. And the MediaWiki extension is like a something you hang on to the existing MediaWiki software uh, to do yeah. something new and cool. And in this case, we want to have... Uh, add the possibility of having a text-to-speech solution onto any page or any site that is using the MediaWiki software. And the most well-known site using MediaWiki software is Wikipedia. Um, and as part of this project, WikiSpeech, the first product we have here, uh, we're trying to do this for Swedish, uh, English, and the Arabic Wikipedia language versions. So we're trying to get WikiSpeech to function in three different language versions, but the extension itself, you're building it in a way, or we're building it in a way so it's possible to, you know, launch it in all the language versions that have like the, the necessary components for text-to-speech solution, uh, like a functioning lexicon or a voice and these kind of things. Um, but when you have that, you can, you know, add it to more and more different language versions of Wikipedia. Um, and it's any any company or organization that has the MediaWiki software for their wikis internally, for example, they will also be able to use this. Um, and the cool thing here is that it's, um, when you have an extension, you don't have to, if we get everything to work, you don't have to download it. Uh, so you, it will be built into the site. So you don't have, you know, if you're, um, if you're living in a, in, a, in a developing world and you don't have your access to your own computer or your phone, but you're using an internet cafe, for example, um, you might not have the opportunity to download a program. But if it's built into the software on the website, you can still access it, you know, the text, um, the, through the text-to-speech solution. Yeah. And I think anybody who's ever uh, looked around in the process of setting up their their domain or a website will know, or maybe when you browse the web, you notice that um, MediaWiki, besides being used by Wikipedia, it's used by many uh, many websites out there, wikis out yeah. there. So that would mean that this text-to-speech would also be available for those sites. Absolutely. That's, that's the whole idea, that anyone that has a MediaWiki installation should be able to use this. Uh, we are we are specifically targeting Wikipedia as a you know a very text heavy website, um, which is kind of special for a text to speech solution. Usually they are developed with the intent of you know for a GPS for example, it's very short sentences, 
Uh, but we're developing a Mickey speech with long text in mind. Um, so anyone that has like a yeah, you know, text-heavy web uh, wiki, uh, build a media wiki, will be able to use it. Okay. By the way, have there ever been any projects uh, in this area of sound and getting the information from Wikipedia in an audio version, or is this really like the first? Well, there, there, there's been a, some really, I think, wonderful projects on some of the language version of Wikipedia. When volunteers has, you know, sat down with a microphone and recorded with, you know, with their own voice. Um, mm -hmm. A specific article, um, and that's brilliant. I mean, that's a fantastic resource. the 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 limit limitation with that approach is that as soon as someone updates the Wikipedia article, which is happening very frequently, as you know, um, mm -hmm. you know the the recording is old; it's not up to date anymore. Um, yeah. So if you spend you know a few hours doing this wonderful recording, uh, and then someone adds you know a page of new information to the article, suddenly that is not included in the recording. Um, but if you, and it's also, you know, it's, it's very, you know, it's very time consuming, that approach. Um, the idea here is that you will have something that's working all the time on all the articles um, and you don't have to, you know, keep it updated manually so much. One thing I get, of course, very curious about, and it's, it's always tricky to explain it in words in a podcast, but let's get into the how to do this. Uh, you mentioned some of the early attempts by others with recording, but of course those recordings fall out of uh, date. Uh, so how do you, in building wiki speech, uh, go about the process? Uh, well, first of all, we, we did uh, quite an in-depth pilot study um, mm. where we tried to identify what components were existing already, uh, what was missing, uh, you know, also considering, of course, what is under a free license that is suitable for the MediaWiki software. Um, and so we did this together with the STTS, which is a speech technology company here in Stockholm, and with the Royal Institute of Technology, which is one of the major universities here, with their, um, one of their departments that's working specifically with these kind of, uh, kind of developing tasks. And we, so we, we started with this report with them and we also consult the disability organizations. We, um, we work very closely and have got finance from the Swedish Post and Telecom Agency um, mm -hmm. to try to get all this information gathered into one kind of like um, one document that would give you a good overview of this. Um, and then we started coordinating with the Wikimedia Foundation uh, to see, you know, how this could fit in a good way with the existing software. Um, and then after that, sorry, yeah. The information that they're giving you, it's it's what the the what options there are. So well, basically, what what is has been existing uh, before. What kind of you know what different universities or organization has mm -hmm. developed that is open source that we could include in this package, so to say. Um, when you develop a text to speech solution, you need, for example, a, a voice for the language. You need a lexicon for the language. Um, you need you know a number of of these di different parts. Um, so we, we looked what was out there, and we had an, we already had like you know an idea of uh, what we wanted in the end, what we thought was a a good um, a good end product, um, and we tried to define this you know in, in detail during the, this process, um, and then we has last year in in March 2016 we started working on the actual development, uh, putting these these bits and pieces together and developing the things that were missing, uh, and we're trying to do it in a few different steps. So the first step was to develop the uh, the TTS, the the, pro the so to say the the processing thing for how to get text into speech, um, mm -hmm. and then we are trying to do the um, uh, the possibility of uh, enhancing this um, this product 
so that people, for example, if they hear a word being mispronounced, they will be able to uh-huh. edit it and make an improvement how it should be uh, pronounced better. Uh, wow. Added by like directly adding the internet, international phonetic alphabet, or by adding a sound recording, or you know just uh, somehow defining that this is a problem. Uh, for example, there's different different tools you can use that you, for example, uh, click on a specific button when there is a problem in the sentence, just to highlight that that's something we need to look at. Uh, so we, we're looking into these kind of ways for volunteers to contribute to make Wikispeech better and better in their language. Hmm. So the, yeah. those two kind of approaches we're working on simultaneously to put together into one package, which is what we're calling Wikispeech. And, and I mean, that seems like that'll be the the hardest part of all this, right? Uh, developing things that in many ways don't even exist yet. Uh, so mm-hmm. you're, you're sort of a trailblazer. Yeah, it's, it's really fun and interesting to work on something like this. And I mean, we are getting, we, are, we have gotten pretty good uh, traction on the, you know, putting the basic functionalities there. Uh, so, so it will be possible to listen to Wikipedia quite soon. Uh, what we're mm. now, you know, in the process of not trying to define how to do the uh, corrections of the lexicon, these kind of things. And it's really quite fun and challenging. All right, so I interrupt this interview to do a little experiment for about a minute. Uh, As John has pointed out, Wikispeech is going to be very much about covering everything in Wikipedia in a way that doesn't rely on the whole old idea of someone recording as they read an article as it currently is. Of course, because, as he'll mention, one of the problems is that article can change. But here's what we've got at the moment. A few articles that are in audio version. Here's Helium, which was recorded in 2009, and it's the Helium article. Helium is the chemical element with the atomic number 2 and is represented by the symbol capital H, lowercase e. It is a colorless, odorless, tasteless, non-toxic, inert, monatomic gas that heads the noble gas group in the periodic table. Its boiling and melting points are the lowest among the elements, and it exists only as a gas except in extreme conditions. An unknown yellow spectral line signature in sunlight was first observed from a solar eclipse in 1868. Okay, so obviously it's in a very human voice. It's in an American uh, accent. So all these things are going to be quite different with Wikispeech, but you can see already how it could be so much better if it were a recording that would change with the post and be read in a way that perhaps is accessible to all instead of just having to make an audio recording. All right, back to the show. Uh, wh- what does it sound like? I'm kind of curious if we can describe to people what they're going to hear, even in terms of what kind of accent. Say we're doing the the English, especially the English. I, I can't speak for the Swedish uh, or the Arabic, but um, yeah, what wh- what are we going to hear with the English? So, to some degree, that's going to depend on the existing resources. I mean, this this is a uh, in this project we're trying to put together the resources that that already exists. So there are existing lexicon, for example, for um, American pronunciation in English or uh, British pronunciation, mm. uh, yeah. depending on, you know, if you if those are on the free license, you might have one of them or all of them. 
Uh, in this case, we're quite fortunate because there's a lot of um, language packages for, for English that's available. Um, oh, wow. It's not that many packages for different uh, ways of pronouncing Arabic, for example. Um, and mm. uh, but you know, but you know that's something also that that's often developed by universities. Um, so yeah. they there is and they put it under a free license. So then we can integrate it into into Wikispeech. Um, and the the idea is also that that's that's how we're starting now with the three languages: Swedish, English, and Arabic. Um, but then we're going to continue with the opportunity and possibility for volunteers to help develop the lexicon for for new languages. Um, so you know how it will sound. It will depend on, on what what resources are available, basically, and who's who's working to create this uh, this lexicon on how to pronounce things. Wikispeech is a text to speech tool to make Wikimedia's projects more accessible for people that, for different reasons, have difficulties reading. It sounds like as you're going along in this process, you're also finding sort of a grocery list of what you still need. Maybe it's, yeah. it seems like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's something we're trying to develop. Like a, one part of the project is to document what we need uh, to have in place to add a new language. Uh, you know, so people can, volunteers that are interested in helping out with this can help us identify existing resources, you know, by contacting universities in their area, in, the, in their country, um, or other organizations that might have this kind of resources and see if they are willing to release it so we can include it on the speech. And, and to get a rough idea, even just to imagine uh, conducting such a project, I, I know you can have volunteers all over the world and it could be so many, but uh, roughly how many people do you find yourself working uh, regularly, you know, the core group? Well, well with volunteers, we currently have uh, a couple of volunteers that are helping out with this kind of tech-heavy process that we're currently in. Um, that has a background in developing text-to-speech solution. Um, yeah. But what we're hoping is that when we have this in place, so it's, you know, currently we're kind of lacking the, what, you know, a clear description of what the volunteers can help with to, um, to help uh -huh. de develop the lexicon. But that is something we're, you know, that is something we're uh, putting down, uh, putting in place now as part of the project. So at the end of the project, of Wikispeech is ending in September this year, we will have documentation on what volunteers can actively do to improve the lexicon, for example. Uh, currently, yeah. there, is, there, is, there isn't the possibility of really helping out with these kind of improvements. Um, it's more if you are a developer, you can help out with some of the technical stuff. And all of that, all of the technical development we have is, is uh, being processed in the task management system uh, fabricator that the Wikimedia movement is using. Yes. So if you are yeah, a developer and interested in help, you can go to fabricator and help out there and, and actually yeah the way i learned about this project was probably the way many people did which was the wikimedia blog uh, mm -hmm. and in that sense again the, the communication of the process uh, in the end feeds the process exactly. yeah um i'm curious are you working under any kind of timeline at least in terms of goals and and where are we and where are we going in that in that timeline uh, so the uh, the project we we have external financing for the project until mid September two thousand seventeen, and uh, so it's an eighteen months project. And um, well, we, so far, I mean, we, the goal with the project is that we're going to have Wiki um, speech possible to use in Swedish, English, and Arabic. Um, and so currently, we are in the t in the phase where we have started with the actual implementation on Wiki. Uh, with the text-to-speech solution, and we're trying to develop now the, the possibility of doing improvements of the lexicon. 
So that's what we're going to work on in the coming months. And so by the end of in August, beginning of September, uh, there will be the possibility of of trying it out um, and see how it works. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm, as I look at you know your your three languages uh, to start with, right? Swedish, I understand based on who and where you are. English, I think I understand also. But interesting element here is Arabic, especially as a the only out of these three right to left language. Does that make potentially things more difficult? Is that one of the reasons perhaps you chose it? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that is the reason why we picked it in the first place. We wanted one right to left, uh, right to left language, and we in Sweden there we have a quite large Arabic minority, and we figured this would be a uh, an interesting thing, you know, to develop both to make sure that we can handle that in the software, uh, but also because yeah. you know has a direct benefit here in Sweden as well. Um, and our so we discussed what language to include with the uh, the Postal Telecom Authority here, and that's the three languages we figured was really quite interesting to develop. All right. So we are looking at a future where, uh, you know, many people right now in an average day even will use Wikipedia and we're talking text when we say use. Mm. Um, Of course, there's a lot of talk about having a very mobile friendly Wikipedia, which even the foundation, everybody, lots of people are working on that. Um, But now you're talking about the future, the near future even, where people are going to be able to either through, well, whatever interface they're using to use Wikipedia to say uh, to say what they want or rather to press play and listen to what they're trying to learn about. Yeah, and we are certainly hoping that this will, or we're working very hard to make sure that this will work well also on a mobile phone device. Because we, yeah. obviously that's a very important thing for people in the developing world where you do not have a, you don't have a, fo- you don't have a, a laptop or a computer, but you do have a mobile phone in your hand. So to be make, making the material on Wikipedia accessible, it would be uh, it's very important to have it on, on uh, possible to use Wikipedia on a mobile phone device. And it, it makes me think further. I mean, this is way down the line, I guess, but uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm making podcasts and and I speak with other podcasters, and we're always very into the topic of audio search transcripts, of course, but but uh, being able to one day search the web. And that you would actually look through audio. And I, I see kind of a, a connection here. Or maybe actually an even better situation where there already is text. So in terms of searching, that mm-hmm. possibility is there. And then we can have the audio after. Whereas in podcasting, we go from having the audio on the internet, but not necessarily being able to search through the content. Oh, so I guess uh, um, speech-to-text solution is something we're looking into as a continuation of the project as well. Uh, to make it possible to contribute with material, even if you um, are not very well, you cannot uh, write very well, for example. Yeah. So that's a, that's yeah. a possible continuation, but that's in the future. Yeah, but, but of- I see how, yeah, that's a whole other group of people in this world that would and could uh, contribute. Yeah, exactly. So now now it's focusing on, on people using Wikipedia, but then we're hoping for people to contribute as well. And a lot of the stuff we're doing here is going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be reusable for such a product as well and the know-how that we build up in the team. Okay, John. Well, that's it's great uh and as you've made clear, you know, you're you're looking for people who are interested in this topic and maybe could do specific tasks as you identify them. Uh any particular place or address that you want to share, go go right ahead. I'll I'll include it in the text as well. Yeah, on the we have a portal on Meta um or on we can, well, we have a portal on mediawiki.org as well, 
Um, mm -hmm. If you just go to mediawiki.org and you search for Wikispeech, um, you can right. find a portal where you can sign up. But if you're uh, interested in helping out in any way, um, and of course, we are also very grateful for everybody that would contribute with, for example, recording uh, pronunciation of different words and updating onto Wikimedia Commons as well, because that we can reuse later on. That's a whole new thing that I could be doing with my microphone in spare time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Podcasters of the world. Hey, look. Yeah, that's great. Uh, thank you very much, John. And uh, we look forward to hearing and speaking with you uh, later on as we go with this whole uh, wonderful process. Thank you so much. John Anderson is Chief Operating Officer at Wikimedia Sverige. I am very aware of the preciousness of time. Seize the moment. Act now. I have spent my life traveling across the universe inside my mind. Through theoretical physics, I have sought to answer some of the great questions. But there are other challenges, other big questions which must be answered. And these will also need a new generation who are interested, engaged, and with an understanding of science. You're listening to Source Code Berlin, and just as I thought, okay, now we know about wiki speech, we know a little bit about other things happening in the text-to-speech world, I ran into something called Pediafon. Pediafon. It was made in 2006 by Dr. Andreas Bischoff, someone many of you probably know in the Wikipedia community, especially in Germany. And Pediafon was a text-to-speech interface, and it basically takes articles as you plug them in, whichever article you want, and generates the not just English, but also German, French, Spanish language version of that article. Here, I thought, let's try, let's start with something basic as they do recommend Edward Snowden, right? Edward Snowden. From Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Learn how and when to remove this template message. Edward Joseph Snowden, born June 21st, 1983, is an American computer professional former Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, employee. Okay, so that is already something impressive. I mean, you wish it would pronounce Wikipedia and not Wikipedia, but it was 2006. And then I thought, well, let's check the other language versions. So real quick, here's the French version of Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden. Un article de Wikipedia, l'Encyclopédie Libre. Alea, navigation, recherché. Pour les articles homonymes, Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden lors de son interview par Blandre Noël et Laura Poitras, le 6 juin 2013 à Hong Kong. Modifié. All right, so oddly enough, for whatever reason, and I would have to 
contact Andreas to hear about it. But as we can already tell, the French version is picking up a lot of the options on the screen. So this is part of the problem that something like Wikispeech would address, the the drawbacks, the limitations of systems that have previously existed. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting just when I thought, okay, there's the text-to-speech story. You find, or I found, another artifact in the history of the web, Wikipedia, and text-to-speech. It's still out there for your use. Uh, just look up Phone, P-H-O-N, and you will be able to plug in your article. And that about does it for today's program. Now, as always, we encourage you to go to sourcecode.berlin where you can find the links related to today's program that include how you can follow or participate in John Anderson's work. On Facebook, you can easily find Source Code Berlin under that very name. And on Twitter, it's at SRC Code Berlin. Thanks for all the tweets and interaction. Music on today's podcast was by J1, Scott Gratton, and Big Mean Sound Machine, all available via the Free Music Archive and published under CC licenses. Source Code Berlin is a Wikimedia Deutschland podcast published under a CC BY SA 4.0 license and edited by me. Until next time, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. Thanks for listening. Take it away, Hal. Here now. Take it for me. It's called Daisy. 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 Give me your answer to. I'm a crazy. All for the love of you. It won't be a stylish marriage. We are. We are.